0: from the final phase electric studios from the first step to the final phase industrial and commercial electrical done right it! this is casey hendrickson on news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel your breaking news and weather station
1: and good afternoon thank you for tuning in news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel i am your host casey hendrickson hey don't forget Go to rbcarcompany.com. they got all their special promotional offers, their full inventory, everything right up there on the website, rbcarcompany.com. Okay. Um, So this was a weird one. I haven't had this request in a long time, so if you'll just give me like a minute. Somebody asked um, which Instagram account they should follow me on because I've got a business Instagram account for my knife company, and then I also have another Instagram account. Uh, And so either one. If, if you like stabby pokey knife things and, and 3d printing and stuff, it's ASD knives. Uh, if you like the political memes and stuff like that, it's Casey, the host on Instagram as well. So whichever you prefer, but, uh, I, I actually enjoy Instagram. I, I would always keep Facebook just because I have so many of my old school friends and stuff like that that are on Facebook. Um, you know, the other ones I'm less married to, I'm, I'm, more into parlor than the others at this point in time although gab is picking up a little bit um getter is not doing a lot for me i'll be honest with you i think the platform is is decent but i don't know getter getter seems like a jason miller good old boy club like he's promoting his friends and that's it like nobody else gets any any play on getter so i'm not sure that i'm gonna stick getter out I'm, i'm testing the waters but if you're on getter follow me there at Casey the Host. It's at Casey the Host everywhere, guys. It's real easy for you to find. All right. Uh let's let's go into this January 6th thing. Because <laughs> I, you know, I'm sitting here, I get in here early today, and I'm looking up and I'm going, why, why is this officer wearing wearing um you know one of the black bands on his badge? Like what is what's going on? And so then I realized it was it was Officer Dunn. Harry Dunn is his name. And I'm like, oh, that's right. That's Harry Dunn. Harry Dunn is an activist. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. And I'll get to why you can't believe a single thing that that guy said under testimony. I'm not saying anything about the other officers, because one of the officers who's was testifying was the one that was hit with the, the flagpole. Okay? I'm not not talking about him. I'm not talking about the other officers. I'm only talking about Officer Harry Dunn because um, he's a liar and I will explain my theories as to why he's a liar coming up in just a couple of minutes. But first, I want to go back to uh, yesterday. All right, this is Katie Pavlich. This is the article I was thinking of earlier that I confused with Matt Vespas. Congressional Democrats alongside Republicans Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, is it Kinzinger or Kainzinger? He's the the never-Trump Republican guy. Oh, you know what? Before I forget, since we had that phone call, the SWAT event is outside of the 100 Center in Mishawaka. Is that it? So we have a we have a situation involving the SWAT team uh, around the 100 Center in Mishawaka. You want to avoid that area. Lots of activity over there. We don't exactly know 100% what's going on. Uh, we want to avoid that area, massive police activity with, with SWAT involved over at the 100 Center in Mishawaka. So, again, avoid that area. Thank you for the tips uh, for everybody who calls. I know we just sent out the uh, text alert, but uh, people have been calling and, and letting us know as we were checking on it. So I appreciate that. Last week, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi removed Republican Study Committee Chairman Jim Banks, again from Indiana, and Judiciary Committee Ranking Member Jim Jordan from the commission for the sake of bipartisanship. So for the sake of bipartisanship, she took two Republicans who have openly said that Donald Trump incited an insurrection. And she got rid of two Republicans who said Donald Trump did not incite an insurrection and there is no insurrection. So for the sake of bipartisanship, she just picked people that that would agree with her, right? And we'll get to Liz Cheney here in a second. Now, Pelosi is shamelessly claiming the commission will not be done in a partisan way after allowing Democrats Adam Schiff and and Jamie Raskin to to remain on board. Adam Schiff, Jamie Raskin, both conclusively stated it was an insurrection incited by Trump. Adam Schiff, of course, uh, the predominant liar in the Trump-Russia collusion nonsense. So what's interesting about this, so Nancy Pelosi... Tweets out, she goes, it's Congress's duty to the Constitution to find the truth of the insurrection and to ensure such an assault on our democracy can't happen again. All right, if it's Congress's duty to the Constitution to find the truth, then maybe you can start with finding a dictionary and looking up insurrection. That way you can actually know what a real insurrection is. Because I got news for you. Uh, People who disagree with you politically and think that they have been hosed and who get a little rowdy is not an insurrection. That's not the definition of an insurrection. It doesn't matter how much you twist and spin it. A lot of people, what they will do is they will say it was an insurrection because people got angry and it was political. So it was an insurrection. Well, if that was the case, if that was an insurrection, then Antifa has been engaged in a, a two year long insurrection in the Pacific Northwest. Funny how there isn't a commission about the Antifa insurrection that has been ongoing for so long, so much longer, so many more lives lost, so much more damage to federal property done by the Antifa insurrection in the Pacific Northwest. Interesting how there isn't a commission for that. And I told you all before, I, I would be okay with a January 6th commission if there was a commission investigating all of the other stuff that's been going on uh, for the past year and a half. But that isn't happening. So then we go to Liz Cheney, okay? Liz Cheney then decided that she was going to lecture Republicans at the January 6th commission and says, remember, our children are watching. What does that mean? It means if you don't go the right way, our children are watching. Huh? Well, Liz Cheney, perhaps you shouldn't have called it an insurrection and you shouldn't have said some of the other things that you said that were dishonest and untrue by any reasonable factual analysis whatsoever Uh, perhaps you should not have said the president who called for no violence was the instigator of the violence you know remember Liz Cheney our children are watching so as you continue to lie throughout all of this remember that the children are watching so here's the thing I, I come in today And I'm sitting here and I'm looking up and I'm like, oh, there's Officer Harry Dunn. He's, you know, and a couple of days ago, it's been interesting watching the news media attack Tucker Carlson on this. You know, Tucker Carlson kind of went after Harry Dunn. Uh, He said, look, uh, you know, Officer Dunn is an activist. He's a left-wing activist. And he is. If you look on his social media pages, you will see it is no surprise whatsoever. Officer Harry Dunn hated Donald Trump when Donald Trump was president before the election. He didn't like Republicans. Um, he was um, large, which is interesting because he's law enforcement, largely anti-white police officer. Uh, he w- went out on a limb on a lot of previous cases. He rooted for Chauvin to be thrown in prison, although a lot of police officers did. So I'm not going to fault him for that. Uh, there's a lot of things in his in his past where he identified who he was politically and where he stood. Officer Harry Dunn on social media has been extremely political as a left-wing activist that's who he's been so i made some observations here because he went on there and he said that he was he was called an n-word by the entire crowd because they looked at him and they said nobody voted for biden and he told them that he voted for biden and they said you're an n-word though or something like that now I want you to to flash back in in your minds, and I want you to think about all of the accusations made against the Tea Party that were completely untrue and unfounded and never, never materialized a single speck of evidence. I do not buy for a second that a mass quantity of people at that event called him the N-word. I do not buy it. Not without there being some kind of backlash against the people who did, because I watched a bunch of people who tried to attack officers get attacked by other members of the crowd, and some of the crowd were protecting officers some of the crowd were attacking the officers it just depended on which side of the capital you were on. but he provided no evidence that this actually happened and when you look at his social media you start to get the notion that perhaps this is a guy who would use race and use a fake hate angle to go ahead and perpetuate it do you remember the Derek Chauvin juror who said that there was that he was an advocate for a movement to get black people on juries with officer-involved shootings in order to convict the officers. Remember that? Officer Harry Dunn is in that mold. And Officer Harry Dunn also did something else that I'm going to get to here in a couple of minutes because I really want to address his badge today. I don't know if anybody else has picked up on this yet. I haven't heard, but his badge was the thing that stuck out to me right away. I didn't recognize who he was at first. But his badge. The moment I saw his badge, I'm like, "What is going on here with with the badge? Why does he have? Why does he have a morning band on his on his badge?" We'll talk about that coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Cast for the entire weekend. First thing Wednesday morning on 95.3 ABC. All right. So we've already dealt with Pelosi, who's a liar. We've dealt with Liz Cheney, who's a liar. We've we, we obviously have a kangaroo court here with the commission, which what has a predetermined, you know. Um, conclusion to what happened on january 6th in spite of all of the evidence proving that their logic is wrong but officer harry dunn testifies now again tucker carlson kind of went after officer harry dunn the other day exposed him as a left-wing activist which he is and then the news media of course starts attacking tucker carlson because how dare tucker carlson go after a police officer the most esteemed people in our society this coming from people on cnn i was watching one of these segments on cnn and these are these are the, the people who are routinely calling police officers murderers and racists and suddenly suddenly there's a police officer who agrees with their narrative and now police officers are esteemed and are beyond reproach that's interesting how that changes right So you have all of these cop-hating lunatics out there. All of a sudden, now Officer Harry Dunn is the the gold standard of how you should be in our society. He is the epitome of public servant. And that's purely because he is a left-wing activist. He was a left-wing activist before the last election. He's a left-wing activist during the last election. Left-wing activist now. That's who he is. And I'm sorry, this guy is running around and saying an entire crowd of people is threatening to shoot him with his own gun and calling him the N-word. Not a single speck of audio is caught. Not one. We've got audio from within the crowd. We've got audio from Antifa and BLM who are there. Audio from uh, from the, the police officers themselves. We have the Capitol surveillance system. We've got people who are inside pulling out their cell phones and recording what's going on. And not a single person caught one person calling him the N-word. Isn't that convenient? Now, we talked about this when AOC first announced that she almost died at the Capitol, you guys. That's what she said. You guys, I almost died. And remember what I said that first day before we knew anything about it? when, When it was first announced, I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting that AOC says she almost died. And the entire thing was caught on camera. And nobody has her on camera running for her life. Nowhere. Well, the reason they didn't have her on camera is because she wasn't actually at the Capitol. She was blocks away, safe and sound in her office, pretending to be a victim of what happened on January 6th. So anyway, I'm looking at this and and while I'm listening to this guy and I'm going, yeah, this is absurd. There's no evidence of any of this. He hasn't presented any evidence of this. If somebody would have called him the N-word, other people in the crowd would have shouted them down without a heartbeat uh, because that's what happens anytime that happens. And usually... Usually at conservative or right-leaning events where somebody does use a racial slur, that person ends up being a left-wing activist who embedded themselves in the event. And we've had, we've had a lot of experience, right, folks? We've had a lot of experience in the Tea Party with this. So I don't believe a thing that he's saying about that. But beyond that, his badge. So he's in his uniform, and he's got his badge on. And on his badge, he has a mourning band. That's that black band. Where you're mourning a fallen police officer. And I remember thinking to myself. I'm like. It's been a while since a Capitol Police officer has been killed. Why is he wearing a mourning band? What is he wearing a mourning band for? None of the other officers who were there were wearing mourning bands. And that included D.C. Metro Police. That included Capitol Police. Nobody else is wearing a mourning band, but he was. So I decided to do a little investigating. Now, I figured that he was wearing that ban for Officer Sicknick. Now, friendly reminder, in spite of what Pelosi says, because Pelosi is still spreading this lie, but she says it's Congress's duty to get to the truth of what happened on January 6th. Right, Pelosi? Maybe you should start off, one, learning the definition of insurrection. Two, making sure that you're honest about Officer Sicknick, who was not killed at the Capitol, who did not succumb to injuries sustained at the Capitol who died of natural causes long after what happened on January 6th and completely unrelated to what happened on January 6th. That's the thing that gets left out of all of this, because you still have Schumer running around, you saw Biden running around, you still have Kamala running around, you still have Pelosi running around, telling you that Sicknick and several other people died at that event, were killed at that event because of some malice. That did not happen. The only person who was killed at that event was Ashley Babbitt, who was killed by a a Capitol Police officer. And they won't tell us who the Capitol Police officer is. Again, another first. First time they won't tell you who an officer is who shot somebody to death. So I'm sitting there, and I wrote this post on, on social media. So why is he wearing a mourning band on his badge? Has a Capitol Police officer died in the last month? Why aren't others wearing one? The last officer killed in that department was Officer William Evans on April 2nd. Officer Sicknick didn't die during or from the events of January 6th, nor did he die in the line of duty. You are supposed to wear the morning band when an officer in your department dies in the line of duty, and you are supposed to wear it for 30 days after that death. If a Capitol Police officer hasn't been killed in the line of duty in the last 30 days, Dunn is using his badge as a political stunt. Now, I even... I even acknowledge that perhaps some departments and some officers may deviate from the official morning band protocol. But the fact that he was the only one there who had that band on his badge proves my point, doesn't it? None of the other Capitol Police officers were doing that. Only he was. So just so we're crystal clear... We've got a Capitol police officer who is a left wing activist and has been an open left wing activist on his social media for some time. We have him making completely unvalidated claims that he was accosted racially from a group of people that frankly find racism repugnant because Trump supporters are not racist people at all. He's got no evidence that they used any of that. He's got no evidence that people were were trying to to take his gun and, and shoot him. No evidence of that. He's one man. If they wanted to, they would have. As I've said before, this is probably the most uncomfortable thing to say about January 6th, but if if they really wanted that to be an insurrection, they really wanted to kill police officers, they would have. There isn't a thing anybody could have done about it. There's too many people, too well-armed. There were veterans. There were federal officials there. There were military personnel there. There were law enforcement there in that crowd. There's not much that you could have done if they really wanted an insurrection. It would have happened. Maybe it would have lasted an afternoon until the military got there, but it would have actually happened if that was really what was going on. But no, this was a bunch of angry people who were upset. I'm not justifying their actions. You've heard me uh, repeatedly repudiate what they did that day. But let's not conflate it with something that it wasn't. And so we've got this left-wing activist making unfounded proclamations about what was said to him. When he's been a race-baiting individual on social media and now he's using his badge as a political prop while he's giving his testimony in the January 6th commission, can you really believe anything that that guy says? Can you believe anything that Officer Harry Dunn says if he's going to sit there and manipulate his uniform in order to go ahead and gain some public sympathy? Because that's all he's doing. Nothing about that badge and the mourning band on that badge matched protocol. None of it was relevant. There is no Capitol Police officer that has died in the last 30 days in the line of duty. There was no justification to wear that, that black band on his badge at all, except for political reasons while he was giving his testimony on national television. That was it. And somebody who will do that to their badge and to their uniform, any of their testimony has to be immediately taken with a grain of salt. Unless, of course, he can back it up with any kind of video evidence, which he hasn't done. Got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.
0: From the first step to the final phase, industrial and commercial electrical done right. This is Casey Hendrickson.
1: And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. Um, so there's a couple of stories I have forgotten to get to. Okay, so I'm going to do them now, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time on them because just in case you miss them. All right? that's right, I've done my best to just stop assuming that you all know what's going on. Because every time I skip over something, I get a bunch of people going, whoa, 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 whoa. we didn't hear that. What are you talking about? So I, I'm going to do my best. So I apologize if you've already heard these, they are they're from late last week. I didn't get a chance to do them on Friday because Friday went nuts with open lines and then I forgot to do them yesterday, all right? The White House is saying that buyers of Hunter Biden's paintings shockingly will remain anonymous. First of all, Hunter Biden was never supposed to meet with his buyers. And now he will meet with his buyers, but the buyers will remain anonymous. There's totally no no pay for play or any any kind of bribery happening here. Not at all. What are you talking about? The White House has admitted that late last week. Um, the situation at 100 Center in Mishawaka with the SWAT activity, apparently they tried to make a traffic stop, and the individual in the car bolted into a residence and is now holed up in the residence, and we're at a standoff at, at this point. So in Mishawaka... Uh, by the hundred Center, you want to avoid that area. Okay. As soon as we have an update, we will let you know. Um, is that published yet, Josh? Are you working on it? Yeah. It's, it's stories at 953mnc.com right now. The NSA, another story I forgot to do on Friday. Uh, the NSA has admitted now that they did, in fact, unmask illegally Tucker Carlson. Duh. I posted on social media and I thought that I did it. That's That was the problem. So... Remember, all of the news media said Tucker Carlson was a liar and a conspiracy theorist for this. And of course, the NSA has admitted that, in fact, he was unmasked. Now, it's illegal for an American to be unmasked without a warrant, but that's what happened. So they did. They unmasked Tucker Carlson. The NSA has finally admitted that they did that. Um, the, The people at Facebook, he went on to even say, people at Facebook admitted that they were censoring his show and all of that other stuff. So, anybody who thought Tucker Carlson was lying about the NSA stuff, sorry, that's the truth. A Florida man hid his HIV status from lovers. And where how many how many women did he multiple women. I don't think it has a, an official number in here. So this guy slept with multiple women while HIV positive. Uh, he has been sentenced in Florida to two years in prison. Speaking of Pete Buttigieg, who says you don't have to tell your lover if you have HIV, uh, Buttigieg and uh, Chasson said that they're going to be adopting a child here soon. So look for that as he tries to solidify his future political plans to run for president. One point, don't tell, don't tell the local news this, okay? I'm going to tell you this. Make sure you do not tell the local news this. Do I need to back up? Do I need to remind everybody that Pete Judge told everyone that you don't need to tell your, your sexual partners that you're HIV positive if you're on that medication? Do I need to? I. It's one of those things that, again, I just assumed everybody knew. Hence, Florida, they'll send you to prison for doing that. Pete judge thinks that it shouldn't be a crime. 1.8 million Americans, again, do not tell local media this. 1.8 million Americans have turned down jobs so they can stay unemployed. 1.8 million. Gee, I, I wonder why they would want to stay unemployed when they were offered offered the ability to to go back to work. I wonder if it could potentially be, you know that they get paid as much or sometimes even more being on unemployment. I wonder if that could possibly be the case. It's just a thought that I have. 1.8 million Americans have turned down an offer for work so they can remain unemployed. Coming up, a complaint has been filed against Gretchen Whitmer after she admits, again, that she lied to you about something. We'll talk about that. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.
0: From the first step to the final phase, industrial and commercial electrical done right. It! This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station.
1: Hey, and good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Once again, uh, semi-breaking news. We still have that police action in Mishawaka around the one hundred Center. They've got that whole area. Was it Tyler or Taylor? Taylor Street. So they attempted traffic stop. Suspect gets out of the car, runs into an apartment. Two people from that apartment are now in custody. That's interesting. So there's still a standoff happening over there. So you want to avoid the 100 Center area altogether if you can. Lots of police activity down there, and we'll continue to update you as we get more updates for that. All right. RB Car Company. Locations in South Bend and Warsaw. If you go to rbcarcompany.com, you can go ahead and see their full inventory, their special promotional offers, and that sort of thing. And when you go out to r b Car Company, let them know that I sent you. <clears throat> All right. Oh, there's so many. There's a lot of little things that I could talk about. I'm not going to. I'm just, you know, I, I still think the my butt's been wiped thing is funny. That's still going strong. We got to make a song out of it. So I think I might songify the my butt's been wiped When Joe Biden came out to those reporters uh, the other day and said, my butt's been wiped and nobody knows why he said that. Has there been a clarification of what he said from the White House? I don't think there has been. Like, is somebody from the White House going crazy right wingers? It's not what he said. He said this. There hasn't been a correction, has there? I just. (laughs) Yeah. You think you'd want to come up with a correction for that one, but I digress. Latest updates uh, from the CDC is they want uh, they want your kids to mask up forever. They never want them to be able to uh, show their face in public ever again. So that's kind of where we're at. There's really not much else to say about it. Uh, As a result of the CDC saying that, you know, all kids K through 12 should be wearing masks in schools again because of the Delta variant. In spite of all of the science behind the Delta variant showing that kids are okay. I digress. Um, they want them to wear the masks in school again. And so now what we've seen, last night, South Bend schools basically said, yeah, you're going to wear masks uh, pre-K through fifth grade, elementary school, you're going to do it. And then, you know, the older grades, it's kind of like a suggestion at this point in time, but the older grades are the ones that are in the age demo that could have been vaccinated, that's why. But I'm told that at the school board meeting yesterday, South Bend schools were considering some form of a vaccine passport, like it came up in the discussion of not being able to verify if somebody's been vaccinated or not. And so they're considering that. Um, We have gone over how two of the NFL teams, the Steelers and the Buccaneers, they now have uh, vaccinated players wearing one color bracelet, unvaccinated players wearing a different color bracelet. I ran into an article today. Some other industry is doing that too. It was like construction or something like that. And they, you know, basically you were going to wear a certain color bracelet if you were not vaccinated, which again, it's just in the context of what has happened in this world, that that's not exactly the best idea, right? Considering the connotations and the imagery that it conjures up, it's not exactly the, the best idea to do stuff like that, but that's kind of what was expected. And that's kind of where we're at. Uh, In the meantime, you look at uh, critical race theory and the, the various names and iterations of it as they try and hide it from parents and the community as they're being taught in school. I just wanted to talk about this. This is another story I didn't get an opportunity to get to on Friday. And this is from Minnesota. But the reason that I'm covering this story is because I have... I've been telling parents for the entire time that I have been on show. I used to get really angry. Before I was a parent, I used to get angry that I was passionate about what they were being taught in schools, and a lot of parents were apathetic. Now, I come from a place where parental participation in their kids' education is minuscule, and the school district itself is one of the lowest-performing school districts in the country, while being one of the largest, Clark County School District. Clark County School District is a terrible school district. They have a couple of good schools um, most terrible school districts have one or two good schools Clark county school district is that way they have you know a couple of good elementary schools a couple of good uh middle middle grade schools and then a couple of good high schools but by and large it is a terrible school district well you know i, I used to be really upset that kids were being taught things that weren't true in school that kids were being harassed kids were being suspended for you know, play shooting each other with their fingers and things of that nature because there was a zero tolerance policy. That's another thing we haven't talked about in a while was zero tolerance policy. We had a couple of kids who were on the Zoom meetings for their school that got uh, zero tolerance out because they had a gun in their room or something of that nature. Next thing you know, SWAT and everything else is coming to their house. But I used to get really upset that I was seemingly in many circumstances more passionate about what their kids were being taught than a lot of parents were. And I wasn't a parent at the time. And now that I've become a parent, I can tell you it's absolutely true. So many people are apathetic to what their kids are being taught in school. And then what ends up happening ultimately is, you know, it just, it gets to a point where the kid goes off in a totally different direction and the parent looks around and goes, I don't know what happened. And sometimes that can happen to really involved parents. So please, you know, if that happened to you, I'm not saying that you were disengaged with your child. That's not what I'm trying to imply, but. I do know a lot of people that, you know, a hey, school basically is like, ah, that's my babysitter. Finally, kids get kids getting away. I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's in their hands now. Right. I'm trusting the professionals to teach my kid. And then, of course, what those professionals were doing was filling your kids mind with a bunch of gobbity goop. But you didn't pay attention to it. Now, COVID has changed that quite a bit. More and more people are aware of what their kids are being taught in school. So the reason that I'm telling you the story from Minnesota is. As yet another example, as a parent, especially since we're getting ready to go back to school now, as a parent, since most of your kids are going to be in school, you still have to maintain that mama bear, papa bear mentality where you're protecting your child's mind, your child's education from propaganda. And you have to understand that there are concerted efforts to hide what is being taught to your child while away from you from you and I've said this many times I will go blue in the face repeating myself my entire educational career it was always about the school doing what the school wanted to do and screw your parents the moment you didn't get good grades though it wasn't the school's fault it was your parents fault because your parents weren't involved in your education. So the school systems, the government school systems disincentivize and put up barriers to prevent parents from being involved in their kids' education, but then accept none of the blame when those schools fail your child. Then it all becomes about you. You're the reason they failed. And a lot of other parents fall into this trap too. And they blame other parents. You know, it's this is, this is one of my favorite lines that used to come up on the show all the time. Anytime there's a, a kid that did something, well, oh, where are the parents? Where did the parents do? Parents weren't, okay, you know, my mom was a pretty involved parent. She didn't know anything that I was doing. She had no idea. There's no way for her to know. She was at work. When she was at work, I was not being a very nice person. That's not her fault. And it's not the fault of a lot of other people. I was a different person when she was around than when she was away. And there's a lot of other kids that do that. I know, not your sweet little angel. Your sweet little angel uh, will remain pure until they are 45 years old and you kick the bucket and then they can finally marry somebody. I know, I know. It's, It's only other people's kids, not yours. So in Minnesota, fourth graders are being told to actively hide equity survey questions from mom and dad. I have covered stories like this, I I realize that for a lot of you this is new. A lot of you are just waking up to this type of stuff happening in schools. People like me have been raising the alarm for a long time. People like Rush Limbaugh were raising the alarm a long long time before I came along. The problem is, is that most people didn't pay attention. They didn't believe that it was happening, their teachers were nice, yeah what was the big deal? Well look, when you have... When you have schools actively trying to hide things from parents whether it's giving them birth control, whether it's getting them abortions as some schools have been caught doing, uh, whether it's giving them any kind of other medication or hiding assignments, this happens. So I want to tell you about this survey in Minnesota and, and of course Minnesota is hiding this and I also want to tell you about a video that is being shown in Elkhart Community Schools to faculty before your kids go back to school. I want to tell you about all of that coming up on Newstalk ninety five three, Michigan's news channel.